Hey guys, welcome to Discovering God's Best in Business podcast. My name is Sarah Talbert and I am a business coach and mentor for women wanting to get consistent clients and grow their business with joy and profit. I help them clarify their offers, grow their audience, and book consistent clients. And I'm Dara Simons. I'm a web designer for mom-built businesses, and I'm also a ministry wife. And we started this podcast because we are super passionate about helping other Christian women in business or wanting to start a business to know exactly what God wants them to do with it. That this isn't something that you're doing, just giving your life away, that he wants you to profit from it. And so we welcome you to discover God's best in business with us. Hey there, guys. Dara here for a solo episode of Discovering God's Best in Business. Today, we are talking about how to not be desperate for clients. And before we start, I just want to give you a little bit of context. I have been the primary source of income for our family for most of the last five and a half years. My husband does ministry full time. It is not always a dependable source of income. And so we have really relied on my business to pay our bills. And so know that I'm coming to this with tons of experience and having done this the wrong way and having been really desperate for clients because I know what it's like to have bills to pay and little mouths to feed and you know needs to be met and that you need your business to step up and do that. And for me with a service-based business, I've needed clients in order to pay our bills and you know take care of everything that we need to do in life, right? That's just the way it is here on earth. One of the reasons that I am really passionate about this topic is because I did this wrong for so many years and it really hurt us. It hurt us financially and it hurt my business from growing further and it was super, super stressful for me. Um, You know, I think a lot of times when we take on things that are meant to be God's, that we just bring stress and pressure into our life. You know that God is the one who wants to provide for our needs. There is biblical promises after promises of him doing just that. And when we take that on ourselves, when we say, I'm going to meet our needs, then we're taking on something that's meant to be on God's shoulders. And I don't know about you, but I am not up for that task at all. And so the result of that is that you feel all this pressure and stress in your life and it spills over into every area, right? It's so hard to have good friendships and have a good marriage and have great relationship with your kids when you're constantly under the stress and pressure of financial burden. And so what we really want to do is to remember where that pressure is supposed to be, where, you know, where our provider is supposed to be. And the other side of this is that honestly, when you're desperate for clients, just in like a purely natural standpoint, when you're desperate for clients in your business, it shows and you end up working with people that you really don't want to work with, that you cheapen yourself just to land them as clients. I worked for a client for several years, right? So this is not like something I learned overnight. For several years, I worked for a client who drove me crazy. I was way underpaid for what I was doing. He was micromanaging every step of the process. I just could not stand it. And it was super stressful for to me. And the only reason I stayed in that is because I knew that we needed money to pay our bills. And so I kept the client because I was desperate for what the financial end of what he brought to me. And I wasn't trusting in God to bring that to us in another way. 
that I had really decided to take that on myself. And I felt like this was the opportunity in front of me, so I might as well take it. And so the other side of that is then you can then get bitter and frustrated and burned out in your business because you're working too hard for not enough money. And you know, Sarah and I have already talked about how we're not big fans of the idea of charging your worth, but there is a reality side to you charging the fair market value for your products or services or whatever it is, that it's okay to get paid what you deserve to be paid for the services or products that you're offering. And so many times when we're desperate for work that we're lowering our standards and because of that we're not being paid fairly and we're overworking ourselves and that's spilling into every area of our life, right? That you're not spending the time with your family that you need to because you're working too hard to try and pay the bills when really if you just stopped and trusted God and prayed for what direction to go, that he would show that to you. And you wouldn't have to take all of that on to yourself. So the verse that really turned this around for me is Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7 in the New Living Translation. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. There are moments of like the Bible where it's just a total mic drop. That's it. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. See, the thing is that when we take on that, you know, all of our financial needs in this life, when we take that onto ourselves instead of leaving that on God's shoulders, what we're doing is we're really, <laughs> we're just worrying all the time, right? And instead of trusting and relying on him to provide and him to direct us, and him to really guide us on the way that we should go. We're just like, you know, spinning our wheels constantly getting nowhere fast. You know, a few things that I like to take away from this verse is that you have to know what you need. And I know this seems really dumb sometimes, right? Like, I know I need to pay my bills. Yes, but what do you need? What's that number? Um, what are your specific goal that you need in order to meet your needs this month? How much do you need to make? And then step two is you have to ask God for what you need specifically. So you know you, you have to know what you need and then you have to ask God for it, right? That like there is something that happens when we voice our needs. I have toddlers. I like hear fuss versions of ask all the time. And I find myself a lot saying, wait, ask nicely. Instead of, which is what I normally hear, can I please have? How much more of a parent is God than us? A better parent, right? How much more does he want to hear us ask nicely for what we need? Does he know it already? Yes, of course. He's God. He knows everything. But he wants to have us ask. And there's something that happens faith-wise when you stop and you realize that you are handing this over to him in prayer. You know what, God? I need $3,000 this month to pay our bills. And then you thank God for what he's already done. Thank you that time and time again, you have met our needs. Thank you that time and time again, you have showed yourself strong in our life. Thank you for time and time again, that the right client has showed up at the right time for the right amount of money. You know, Thanksgiving really helps us remember his faithfulness and trust him to do the same thing again. That there is something, you know, that we like to be thanked, right? That there is something I'm sure on God's end that he likes the Thanksgiving, but so many times that's really for us that it helps us remember how faithful he's been in our life. 
So if you have struggles with this, sit down and think, what are all the times when God has come through? Little things and big things, what are all those times when he has showed himself strong to you? And then the last step is you have to choose to keep your mind from worrying. And honestly, this takes so much work. So you're going to know what you need. You're going to ask God for what you need specifically. You're going to thank him for what he's already done so you can trust him to do the same thing again. And then you're going to choose day by day, sometimes moment by moment, to continue to trust him instead of worrying. So every time that thought comes to your mind of, oh my goodness, I need to pay my bills. Oh my goodness, I need this much money. Oh my goodness, this is never going to happen. You have to choose to place your mind on the things of God. When those moments come, you say, you know what? No, God's going to come through. No, God has shown himself faithful before. He's going to show himself faithful again. No, the right client will come through at the right time at the right moment. You know, so many times I have to remind myself that I want a client where it's a blessing to both of us, that I want to wait on God's timing because I want to be a blessing to the people that I work with as well as them being a blessing to me financially. You know, I really want to be the right person for them. And so many times when we rush ahead and we are desperate for clients, that we get ourselves in relationships where honestly we're not a great fit for each other. We're probably driving each other crazy just as much as anything else. That's not a blessing. That's not how God wants it to be. That we're in business to serve other people. Just because we're trusting God to provide the right clients for us at the right time doesn't mean that we're not working to market ourselves, to put ourselves out there, to get visible, all these things. But there's really two sides to it. Yes, we're trusting, but we're also working towards our goals. We're actually making smart goals. We're seeing what we can do, what those money-making opportunities are. We're putting ourselves out there. And in that, we're not grinding ourselves to death, you know, that we're really trusting God as we do it. You know, a lot of times it's the small things, the little mindset shifts that really allow us to see things from a totally different perspective. People who are desperate for sales will take everything and anything that comes their way because they're just looking at the bottom line. But we want to look at sales as walking out God's plan for our businesses, that he will bring the right people at the right time. So ask yourself the next time you have an opportunity to make a sale, is this the right client for me right now? Can I serve them well? You know, everything for me shifted into my business when I started seeing sales as service in a genuine way, right? That I genuinely want to serve people with my business, that my business is an extension of my ministry. And through that, ministry really is service, right? That pastors and ministers, they serve with their lives. And so as I, my business, my sales are a form of service that I am serving clients well. And in order to do that, they have to be the right clients for me. And sometimes that means saying no. And I know when you're just focusing on that bottom line, on those bills that you have to pay, on that money that you need to come in, or sometimes let's face it, just on the goals that you have that you aren't meeting, it can be so hard to say no. But by doing that, you're really opening yourself up to position yourself to be in the right spot at the right time. You and I, we're just individuals. We don't have these huge businesses. We don't have all these people that can take on all these projects. It's just me. And there are only so many people that I can serve in my business. And the same thing with you. There's a limit to the number of people that you can serve. 
do you want to be serving the right people or do you want to just be doing business? So for me, I wanted my business to be an extension of my ministry. And if that's the case, I need to position myself to be in the right place at the right time. I need to say no to the people who I won't be able to serve well, because in the end, I want the best for them. That just because I'm not the best person to do the job for them doesn't mean that someone else isn't out there. And I promise you, when you start looking at business this way, it's so freeing. I love being able to refer potential clients to other people who maybe need the income just as much as I do or more. That's okay. That's how it's supposed to work. We're all in this together. Let's get the right people together at the right time. And when you look at it from that perspective, as really your business is walking out God's will, as you're really serving people, and in order to do that, they need to be the right people, that desperation that you feel to meet your goals, to pay your bills, it all fades away because you're walking out trust in God in your business on a daily basis. It takes trust in God's ability to provide to say no to a client when you need the money because you're trusting him to bring the right people to you to fill that void. But it's so much better this way. So I challenge you this week, as you're looking at your goals, as you're walking out this fourth quarter, really think to yourself, you know, what's the best for my business? Where do I need to say no to in order to not be desperate, but to really trust God? And like we said, go back to having a specific goal in mind, asking God to provide that, thanking him for time and time again when he's come through for you, and then continuing to focus yourself on that he will trust. He will provide. Thanks for joining us this week on Discovering God's Best in Business. Make sure that you subscribe to our channel and leave a comment so that it can help other people find us too. Join us next week as we talk about imposter syndrome and how you can defeat it once and for all. Have a great week.